Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, you have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate, and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment as we chat and nourish the mind, body, and soul so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Okay, let's get started. Here we are on a new episode, and I am beyond excited to welcome Tracy Teske from Design Your Reality. Tracy is a good friend of mine and one of our women entrepreneurs. We have a group here in the Waterloo region called We Women Entrepreneurs, and it is a powerhouse of women doing different things in the entrepreneur space. And Tracy is the one who inspires me and keeps me organized. I'm typically a people person and she reminds me about numbers and profit, keeping track of things. And also we did this wonderful exercise around designing my reality for the next five years. So first of all, welcome Tracy. Thank you, Kim. Thank you for being here. Do you want to tell us a little bit, how would you, how would you describe design your reality? Design your reality really comes from my heart and wanting to help women, entrepreneurs, career women that want to really get their financial bleep together um, and not have fear around earning money, making money, you know, thriving in business, thriving in their personal lives and just not feeling the overwhelm that tends to come along with running a business or, you know, managing our personal finances and how to actually, you know, grow and prosper and become wealthy. So my passion is to really simplify that, speak to it in kind of more female terms. I like to use flower analogies, but my overall vision with the entire coaching and design your reality is to build ultimate your life plans for women. And I believe by doing that, and so far, I mean, going through my testimonials are just always so reassuring because I know I'm making a difference in my clients' lives, not only in their personal, but in their business lives. And so I think I can elevate the world one financially confident and secure woman at a time. Yeah, that's it. And you're speaking to leaders and entrepreneurs who I always think of myself when I was first in a job and I felt like I had this money rolling in, but what was I doing with it? And so money is coming in. It's not that I'm in debt. It's that money's coming in and thinking about my reality. And and I love the exercise of over the next five years where you asked me to think about 
birthdays and anniversaries and holidays that I wanted, and then overlay that with the income that we have, as well as our dreams. So it wasn't just a financial plan. It was also because you really stood beside me. I felt that you kind of stood beside me to help me dream my dreams. And let's see if we can really make those come true. Um, But I'm not a numbers person, but you are. And so you also had that reality check of let's hear what your dreams are and let's map that out over the next five years. I think you do have a talent around helping us fulfill our dreams, but also that financial savviness. Well, I know for me, like not numbers are not necessarily or spreadsheets. I do appreciate that most of my clients, that's not where they love to to hang out and play Um, and definitely throughout my career in sales and, you know, management, I definitely like spreadsheets. I like finding the needle in a haystack, even in university, I liked accounting, I liked economics. So that's always been, I was like math, that's definitely been something I have enjoyed and probably Mm -hmm. why I have done well in business. Um, And I find a lot of the you know, running the business elements, quite interesting. Like I like doing taxes. I like doing the bookkeeping. I think it's interesting and fascinating and think everyone should want to read an entire tax return. But the truth is that's not necessarily what women love to do. So even back when I was 20, I always tell the story, like on a Friday night, there was nothing better than having a glass of wine, listening to Madonna and just looking at my spreadsheet. And at that time I still had student debt. I had a couple of credit cards and I had bought my first house and I was wanting to buy my first rental property. So I was really, you know, focused on, okay, I've got this income coming in. How do I stop paying any interest? It drove me crazy because when you start to understand the math of interest, it, it is very annoying or that you pay double for your house, what you pay, you buy it for. So when you start seeing interest payments, it's, it, it just is something that I don't like. So I would get into it. And that was my happy place on a Friday night to, you know, play around and try to figure out these little puzzles around my, my money situation and, uh, you know, calling up different banks or talking, trying to talk to people about, you know, how, how is there tricks to creating sub account? Like I would just get into this whole conversation. So that was for me a fun Friday night. And for most of my fellow friends, female friends out there, that would not necessarily have been what they would have done on a Friday night for fun. It's true. So that being said, I do recognize that that is not necessarily, you know, and that's probably why, why women will come to me and let me kind of take that heavy lifting. And then I love to boil it down and just try to make it as absolutely simple as possible. Like it doesn't need to be difficult. So you know, one of the things, you know, you took away from, from the private um, design experience is my, the same spreadsheets that I've used since I was, you know, 20 years old, that has now just evolved into the toolkit that I share with my clients. If I wasn't using them myself, then how could I share it with my clients? And, you know, it's 20 years of 20, I guess, five years of playing with those spreadsheets and just really keeping it simple. It doesn't need to be complicated. I think that philosophy of keep it simple, a smart guy, in this case, smart girl is key to most things in life and not to overcomplicate things. So that's kind of a core Tracy 
I guess, quality. You're so humble. You talk about Friday nights, but I don't know if we should tell our listeners that on New Year's, not only did I get a happy New Year text message, I also got a reminder to fill in my net worth, my expenses, my year-end mileage. Tracy, it was New Year's. It wasn't just happy New Year's. But this is the point that I want to draw out. And this is why I think more leaders, women entrepreneurs, maybe just women in business in general need you. You're so humble because it's, to me, design your reality isn't just about the Excel spreadsheets, which we need to know where our money is going. We need to know um, how we're tracking year over year and, and where we're headed that we're mapping out. But the thing is, if you follow Tracy on the design your reality, Instagram, you're actually living a really cool design your reality. And so one of the things is I know that you take, you've actually booked your vacation a year in advance I was even thinking about how in the midst of the pandemic, wasn't it the month of November, you were at an Airbnb, you were, you were designing your reality. You said, I don't want to be in these four walls in my, in my home, a beautiful home, but I don't want to be here. I want to be away. I want to have scenery. And so there you were designing your reality and, and sharing. And I think inspiring us that, yeah, it's time to design your reality. I get that the pandemic is happening and there's worries and there's all these things going on in the world, but you're a living testament of here's how I design my reality. Yeah, it, it's a really, it's it's really true. I mean, that's where the business really came from. And uh, the whole name of it, design your reality, again, it's, we can call it dreams. We can call it wanting to live the life you want to live. I had lots of brainstorming around it and I really landed on reality because I think it's so relative. It's all about us waking up every day, being in a good mental headspace. However, we start that day, whether it be just don't look at our phone for the first four minutes of our morning, look outside, just take in the, the fresh air, just get that clear headspace, which is, you know, challenging when you've got a house full of people. So again, decide to wake up 15 minutes before the rest of the house, little, little moments like that can make a big difference to start out the day. And you really can, I believe to a large degree, design how your day is going to go. So I have done that for a long time, uh, trying to time manage and juggle, you know, corporate, corporate stress back in the day, family, kids, husbands, travel, just a lot. So lots of, you know, personal training and and coaching and development over the years kind of just taught me how to carve out the days, the weeks, um, you know, the months, the years. Mm -hmm. So, and it really is, I've always treated my life kind of the same way that I've treated running businesses. And I think that was the benefit of being in, in uh, sales because you're always being measured on a, you know, yearly base, you, you work it back to quarters, you work it back to months, you work it back to weeks, you work it back to how many phone calls you're going to make, how many clients you're going to see and how many sales you're going to make. So you live in that world of really having to be really good at managing time. And then I just layered in lifestyle. I remember I was actually, I was at President's Club with Rogers. Um, I had won the Club Elite Awards, so top 14 in Canada. 
And it was a pretty, uh, pretty neat experience, like escalated us in escalades out to this beach house. And it was very fancy. And I remember walking on the beach and thinking there's got to be more to my life than just working all the time. Even though the party was great, the accolades were great, Absolutely. the celebration, you know, yeah. like the benefits of the success were great. But, you know, I was literally going on $5,000 shopping sprees and like not even thinking about it, just like dropping money because I'd get big commission checks and, and just think, oh, well, that was the fun and that's the thing to do. But, um, you know, other than the, the money being in the spreadsheet, it wasn't about the money. So once you get to the point where it's like, Okay, it's about lifestyle too. And that's when I really started to map out and actually I found these calendars. Like it was that long ago. The movie The Secret had come out. Watch that. And I think that in combination with just my wanting to time manage and plan. I used to buy those planners from Staples, you know, the mm-hmm. white you could uh dry erase them. Yes. Like I was big on having those one-year calendars. I tried month over month calendars. Like I've tried so many different calendar designs. And then I found the ones that I still use today for design your reality. And they're, I just love the, sh- the size of them. It's, you can see them, you can see the year at a glance, you can print five years and you can see what's going on. So I started to really plan out where do I want to travel to? Where do I want to go? How am I going to balance my, my career life and, and busy with kids and lifestyle on, on the, that whole front at home with actual travel and vacations and it really opened up my ability to make plans because you start then setting expectations with your clients you start setting expectations with your companies you know and like I left Rogers and I joined Fibernetics um, on their management team and as I was joining I said but I've already got in my calendar that I'm going to Australia for five weeks in March so I have to be able to do that and they're like okay and boom. And that was, that was, uh, 11 years ago. So I, it's all about like setting expectations, but knowing you've got the plan and then it, it all just sort of unfolds. So that's what I try to teach, you know, women. And I feel like any of the philosophies I teach about designing your own life, totally fall in line with designing your business. And this last October, I rented that cottage. Sorry, it was it was October, not November, was it October? Okay. October, yeah, it was October for the entire month of October, which I have also rented it for next October. Um, because I like the idea of being able to work uh, remotely for a month at a time and find beautiful places to do it. So that's just something in my lifestyle that's in my life design plan. And it's about executing it. So this year I couldn't go to Australia and uh, it's funny, I was going back to Australia and New Zealand this time. And so that got canceled obviously due to COVID. And I thought, okay, well, how can I create as close to a getaway getaway and still have the life experience just in my backyard. And fortunately, you know what, you just, you gotta, you gotta have a little planning. You gotta ask people can only say no. And uh, in my case, it just absolutely worked out wonderfully where I really discovered Georgian Bay, which I hadn't spent a lot of time there. And it was amazing. And it was so creative. And now it's this precious place that I'll continue to go to and build it into my, uh, my life design. Truly, truly. And And this is what I love about design your reality, because when I went through the experience, you 
I'm going to say pushed me into really thinking about over the next five years. So I mapped out how old the kids were going to turn. I mapped out our wedding anniversaries, my age. And that reality itself was, I think I was in tears when I actually mapped out what is five years, because in five years, my oldest will be done high school. And that was a real reality check. Like I know it's coming trace, but it was a real reality check. And I think women, I speak for myself. I think we're so busy that we intend to get to things. We intend to have um, vacations or experiences, or we intend, we intend, we intend. And then there you go. 2020 has, has slipped through our fingers. There's another year. And so what are we doing for 2021? And this is why I thought at the top of the year, we have to have you on the podcast to really speak to those earbuds, to those women I get that it's the pandemic, but what is on your list that later you might regret, you know, why did it take me so long to find this Airbnb to manage to, you know, to find that getaway? And you have some brilliant courses that I think people need to be aware of and access. And there's another thing that keeps bubbling up for me is when you keep saying, asking for permission. And I think it's kind of part two parts. I wonder if it's me asking myself for permission because and maybe it's a generalization, but as women, we kind of like, well, I often make sure that the kids and work and everybody else is taken taken care of before I serve myself or like grant myself. And then it's also like asking permission, like if you are married or if you are in a relationship where you're kind of asking that other person permission for things that would really design, like that would make me happy, that would, that would bring, I think there's permission on two parts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, we always put... And it's a good thing. I mean, we, we tend, you know, generalization, but we tend to put the other people in front of us and, you know, we'll, especially running our own businesses. I mean, I'm, it's one thing in corporate where you have, you know, your three or four weeks of vacation, and that's a little bit easier to put into the calendar and know you're going to go on a trip. It's a little trickier to get strategic about that time and maximize it. So you can actually get a little bit of downtime Mm -hmm. versus only taking, you know, one week at a time. I really believe 10 to, 10 to 12 days is like the minimum vacation time that anyone should take. Um, maximize weekends, maximize holidays. You're going to get more out of your energy and downtime. Absolutely. But when you're running your own business, people do not take the vacation time. You don't plan it. You are always in, it's your own business. It's your business. You're an entrepreneur. And there's always going to be the client or always the email, or you should be working on your business. It's really hard to give ourselves permission to actually take that rejuvenation time. So, you know, reframe it and say, it's your, it's your planning time, you know, in corporate, uh, usually in, you know, October, November, December, the executives will go off to um, a management retreat. And they will do planning and they will do their business planning so that they're ready to go into the next year. Well, in our own businesses, women should do exactly that. And if that is booking, you know, an Airbnb, a great Airbnb in Lamington, Horizon B&B, everyone, every woman should go and stay there in the abundance suite Okay. Uh, by themselves and just, you know, they feed you breakfast. It's super adorable and just plan and, and go with your computer and think about your business and get yourself away, do the corporate getaway. And it might be a bit of a combo retreat vacation planning, but if that's even the minimum you can do to get yourself into that 
a little bit of relaxing enjoyment space for women, make that excuse, go away from the family. You're going away on your corporate business planning, you know, weekend. And imagine if it was planned. Yeah. And don't do it with a bunch of girlfriends. That's different. That's that's different. That's different. Yeah. It's, it's more self-care. It's really taking the downtime. It's sleeping in, it's, you know, going to bed, it's thinking about your business. It's working, you know, on your business, not just in your business. So that, that's the beautiful you know, thing. I, yeah. I think you're beautiful, like around the design, your reality, because you really do worry about our morning rituals. You worry about our weekly plan. And then you worry about our quarters and our years. Like you really do design our reality. And it's true. It's not our wishes. I was just speaking to a leader who got a call or an email from the Hilton and they were renting rooms between nine and five for $60. And she did. She took it. She took the day on Monday, actually. She went and there she was. No phone, no, no work email. And it was part self-care and it was part strategy day and it, it, yeah. she wasn't in the office people couldn't get a hold of her she she had blocked it off she had planned right people knew she was going to be off that day it didn't but she wasn't at home taking care of things at home and she wasn't at work she was in this peaceful space safe secure clean um $60 close the door and she says she highly recommends it but imagine if we plan that plan out our strategy days for the year so then we know no not that friday i'm i'm going to be away that day strategizing yep and i also think it i always like i'm i'm a big believer and you take the you know the biggest um the you know, kind of the ugliest thing you're going to do in the day or the the grossest thing you're going to do in the year and you get that off your plate first and um, I believe by putting it in the calendar, now you've given your permission, you know, you're going to do that strategy planning. Okay. You're not now thinking about it for three months and, you know, procrastinating, you know, when it's going to happen. And you did do the 2021 um, online course. And I had some, I, my favorite tips and my favorite tips and tricks in that was when I talked about, and you mentioned it the other week, it's like the spring cleaning and the fall cleaning. It's such, it's such two silly weekends, but here in Ontario, you know, every year these things happen. And every year, if you don't do them, you know, the week of, you know, by October 13th, if you haven't done your fall cleanup, you're going to be in blistering probably winds and cold and trying to do your leaves. And it's terrible versus if you just plan and know that October 8th to 15th, you're not making other plans. Those are the cleanup weekends. You can actually lean into it, enjoy it, and you get to enjoy the fall. And same thing with the spring. You know, if you actually get to it in early, you know, start planning in April, you're thinking about it. You know, you're thinking about it. What flowers are you going to buy? What mulch are you going to get? And then you go out and you buy it March, May, uh, whatever it is, the 12th. And then know you're going to be doing the planting on the two, four weekend. And you do that religiously every year, you get to enjoy the whole season of it. But if you wait till June 1st week, to do that spring cleanup. There's nothing left. Anxiety that happens in women because now we've missed the best flowers. The ground's harder. It's hotter outside. And we beat ourselves up that the work's not done, but it's because things get in the way. And it's because we don't in April think, no, we have to say no to that event. Or we have to say no to that like girlfriend or whatever, whatever is going on. So you know, those, just those two, 
events that happen absolutely on a regular basis every year, if we put those in our calendars as women, we would feel less anxiety. We would take those big hairy jobs off our back and we would be not procrastinating and we would feel better. And it works the same way around everything, business planning, uh, doing your taxes, doing your year end, doing your next year planning, all this stuff that you don't really love to do. If you plan it and get it off your off your plate and you know, you're going to do it, yeah. you won't feel any anxiety around it. And it'll all become like, oh, it's just, it's just happening. Yes. It's not even a thing. It's amazing. She's so, she's so organized. You totally inspire me. I'm thinking I've got to go back. There's a few more things I need to add. You also have a few other courses on that. I think we should share. So some sure. of your other courses that you have online are around Love rental properties. Yeah, yep. go ahead. Love your money and rental properties. So yeah. um, around, you know, wealth management, not even wealth management, but growth. One strategy that I've always used is rental properties. So I've, you know, spent, well, I spent about $50,000 in training courses in my life to learn about how to, you know, own and run income properties. And I've had my own hiccups along the way with some student rentals. And so I just want to share everything I've learned and consolidated into a uh, basically a one hour uh, crash course. And I share again, my spreadsheets and my banking and my numbers, um, because I actually want anyone that wants to get into making passive income from rental properties to not be overwhelmed. And I find most of the courses and most of the strategies out there become quite overwhelming quite quickly because people want to sell you the overwhelm of how to do real estate, rental properties, property management, and then give you, you know, 10,000 different ways to, to do it. And it becomes so overwhelming. You don't just pull the trigger and buy the property and let the money flow. So I confidently know that my one hour program, it's, it's worth every penny and your one hour of time. And if not, um, I'll give you your money back because um, I've really consolidated it and I just want to share it. And I put it into I think female terms using real numbers and not complicating it. So it's a high, highly valuable strategy on terms of how to grow money and make money uh, and create passive income, especially for us corporate people or entrepreneurs that don't have pensions. Uh, we have to figure out a way to create money when we want to enjoy our lifestyle more, which I guess is the other course. So there's the you know rental properties course. It's one hour. And then I would do the love your money course, which again is just, I think every you know teenager out there should watch it. Every little girl should watch it. And I try to, again, use flower analogies and talk about how we can grow our money versus just like throwing it away annuals versus perennials and seeds and beautiful water them and nurture them. They're going to grow and they're going to replenish. And guess what? The more flowers we have that are naturally growing and replenishing then we can give some of those flowers away. And isn't that going to make our world a beautiful place versus living in this world of scarcity and guilt around money that I find just sort of has happened in our society. So trying to break through those mindsets, those barriers. And totally. if I can help, you know, younger people, as well as any women out there, just the basic fundamentals of money. That's, that's my, like my passion, my love. And I'm trying to just share that in a, in a quick, simple course online. And then one that's uh, coming soon will be around some of the retirement lifestyle 
living. Um, so yeah, I mean, I love, I love traveling overseas. I love, you know, people having abundance of money and not necessarily having Lamborghinis and, you know, crazy amounts of money. I mean, if you can do that, great, but I'm yeah. also about lifestyle. Yes. I don't really like to work that much to be honest. I like yeah. to enjoy life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. hang out with my beautiful friends, Kim, and, you know, watch the flowers actually grow. It's true. So, it's true. And inspire us along the way to do the same, like really, mm-hmm. truly like, yeah. Yeah. The, the design your reality coaching is anyways, eye opening, heartbreaking and inspiring all rolled up into one. And I say heartaching because I see the future. I know it, but it was actually in paper in front of me and it was so healthy. It was such a good exercise to do. And we're so, I find I'm so busy. I'm so busy doing other things, doing the things I love that I'm not drawn to stop, look at the numbers, look at the calendar, map it out. It was, it felt like you were, you know, figuratively grabbing my shoulders and shaking me and saying, do you realize like, this is your life now, not in five years looking back, like I should have, I could have, I wish I had, like, it was you shaking me. I think it's a beautiful exercise. Beautiful. Another way to do a vision boarding, right? We're pretty Mm -hmm. good at doing the vision boarding. We kind of generally know how we want to live our life. Yes. But I think until we put it to the time and the money, it's really hard to see the picture and see the actual steps and how we're going to get there. And, you know, like I said to you that day, like, now, do you like this? Like, are you know, you're looking back over five years, like, have you done the things you want to do with your kids? Have you, you know, done the things you want to do with Paul, your husband? Have you, you know, because if not, let's rip up the gear or the calendars and kind of just start again. Like this is our chance with a little bit of planning that we can make sure that we're, you know, we're still able to do the hiking or if we want to go to Kilimanjaro one day, like you better be able to do it while you are still young enough to be able to do it. Or if you want to go climb Machu Picchu with your 15 year old daughter, well, you need to do that when she's 15 and you're capable. So maybe you need to do some training this year and there's going to be more walks involved versus other things that might, you know, get in the way. And then you just, the years go by and you're like, oh, she's 25. I really wish we would have done that trip. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you lured me in though, Trace. You, you lured me yeah. in because you called it um, a spa for your finances. What did you call it? Well, I try to create that. That's why we do the breathing. Yeah, that's what got me there. The yeah, spa I, concept I and the tea. Liking it. It's like I try to create my Friday night, you know, enjoying the spreadsheets moments. So that's why we play, play, play the spa music. Yes. And I, yeah, I trick you into enjoying it. Like, it's yes, like the next thing you know, we had Excel spreadsheets in front of us, yeah, but I had this warm the- cup of tea and I had this beautiful environment. You did very well to like speak to the, the woman in me, like there was going to be this beautiful, sexy experience. Then I, wait a minute, we're doing the, <laughs> but now I have a map and I, I'm truly grateful. I'm truly grateful. And so when the opportunity to set up 2021 and to reevaluate and kind of map it out again, absolutely. I was all over that. And so that's why I really wanted you to speak to our listeners. We have listeners all over the world. So, and I have some in Australia, Trace, I know you have family there. Amazing. So they're, they're listening and I hope you're inspiring. And because you are virtual, we can do our courses. And I know you're also doing coaching as well anyone across the world can reach you and, and reach out for some, some uh, design your reality for the next five years. So, you know, I'm a, I'm one of your biggest fans for sure. Thanks, Kim. Very much. Yeah. 
I really, I really appreciate you joining us and inspiring. I'm going to direct you to the Design Your Reality website. Before we close, though, I usually have a few questions. And one is, if you had a 21-year-old, if you could go back to yourself, or I think even with you, it would be if you had a 21-year-old young woman in front of you, what would be your advice for her today? (laughs) Make sure they have their spreadsheets. (laughs) Like literally, I don't know. Do I have a Friday night for you? Understand your money. Like, don't just throw it away. Don't buy Louis Vuittons yet. Like you can buy many Louis Vuittons when you actually have the money. Like, you know, enjoy life. You know, watch the double vodkas at the bar. Those can add up quickly to be hundreds and hundreds. That could be your first house. So I don't know. I don't like, I have my my own daughter and- you know, I try to show them with playing cards when they were growing up about money and just don't throw it away. Don't be afraid of it. Like it's, it's this beautiful thing that can make your life beautiful. It can make the people around you have nice things. It can help, you know, uh, people that are hungry. It's such a tool. And if we learn how to really grow it and nurture it, really the world is our oyster, I guess. So yeah, I just think the, the 21 year old, just be careful with the hair extensions and the double vodkas and the thousands and thousands of dollars that you can just throw away versus thinking you can't buy that house, which is not true. You can, you just need to keep saving more money and get strategic about it. So there that's are, that's what it is. That's the, that's yeah. the beautiful thing you offer is that strategy, Tracy, because you do say to her, enjoy your life. That is a very key message. So I'm not saying don't enjoy life and save it all and sock it all away. And then, you know, one day it'll become a reality. You're not saying that you're saying, enjoy your reality, but likewise, don't give it all away, you know, thoughtlessly and and carelessly that you're, that you're not thinking about the future reality. Yeah. Just, just, just have some really um, awareness around kind of the choices you're making and and, and really money. I think the foundation is understanding money and what do you really kind of want to do in your life? So yeah, for 21 year olds, you know, I don't know, I'd have them, I'd get them to come and see me and absolutely start them early. Don't wait till you're 45 or 55, or, you know, some of my clients are in their sixties and, you know, they just say, I wish I was here 20, 30 years ago. Like it would have just changed a lot of decisions because the trajectory of my life. Yeah, it's just, it's so overwhelming. And I believe I've come up with a real program and a methodology to simplify it and not make it scary and make it a spa experience for your soul and your finances. It's true. It's true. It's a, it's well done. It's very well done. And what about, do you have a book or a podcast? Is there anything you're reading or listening to that's inspiring you lately? Thinking about my own book for a second that I wrote. Yes. But, yes. Um, so tell us a little bit about that because that's a great book. That would be a great inspiration. That is a collection of high achieving women with great messages. Well, men and women, men and, men women. and women. Yeah. So it's uh it's local stories of Um, inspiring stories from business people in Southwestern Ontario in this book called SOAR. So I was uh, fortunate to be part of it. It's from one of my mentors, Lori Hawkins. She's an amazing business coach, Hawk inspired. And she inspires me all the time. She was my first female director when I was back at Rogers. And so to be, have a female mentor in, in an executive sales world, that's fairly male dominated in telecommunications was, was amazing. And she is an absolute like 
rock star uh, business coach. And she asked me to be in the book. And um, yeah, so I shared a bit of my story, just, yeah. you know, how the how design to reality, I guess, started. And I shared probably a lot about my childhood and, you know, where I didn't have the direction, right? Like I didn't have a, me or even parents that necessarily knew about money Sat down. Or, yeah. or careers. Like I mm-hmm. kind of just aimlessly went through and thought, okay, I have to go to school. I have to be smart. I have to go to university. But what that all meant, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of just tell that story. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of really amazing business people in our exactly. communities and the book is quite inspiring so yeah it's yeah. called soar and it's on What's amazon it? and if you, i think if you just look up soar Lori hawkins i'll put it in the show notes but what a positive yeah, well, what a positive yeah. word right soar of course and hawk inspired like soar yeah. hawk inspired it's beautiful it's a beautiful yeah, it's yeah we'll amazing. put that in the show notes for sure yeah that's great that's great. Very good. And my last question is around there's a lot going on right now we are still amidst the pandemic Um, Mm -hmm. There is a lot of worries. There's a lot of business going on. And I think that we have a lot on our shoulders, women, and many are concealing how hard it really is. And so my whole mission with the Overflow podcast is knowing that they are depleted and feeling drained, that they're not giving some times for their mind, body, and soul self-care. My question to you is, how are you living in your overflow so I have a, a theory in 2021 and considering that I'm such a, a planner and, you know, some people think I'm about goals, which it's not so much about that. Um, I believe in 2021, the only thing us women should be trying to actually achieve is not losing our mental health, actually, like stop over expecting too much. Like when you look at your calendar, when I'm planning people's calendar this year, and you went through the exercise, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm teaching women to say no to more, like say no to the extra zoom calls with the girlfriend, say no to the Fridays, the Saturdays, like there's so much overwhelm in the same repeated conversation. We have to kind of live in our bubble, be safe, be healthy, use this time to enjoy the kids, enjoy the husbands, enjoy the wives, simplify, you have your hot tub, go out to it, like just actually without guilt be at home for once this is our opportunity and just say no to everything else and don't feel guilty about it so i think this year is all about simplifying take that hot bath wake up have a tea take two hours and have a tea it's okay it's okay this year probably this year and last year if we learned anything from last year i don't think this year is going to be much different mental strength work run your business manage your family and your mental health And don't expect much else from yourself. Don't try to take on the world this year. Get through this year. Mm -hmm. Mental health. Brilliant. No one has actually said that so far. So that's brilliant. Yeah, that's really good. Thank you so much for sharing, for inspiring. And I think we have an offer, a free download for our listeners. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. I know you have the calendar. (laughs) Please plan your year. We'll put that in the show notes as well, a free download for the calendar and also your 10 life hacks. And, Mm -hmm. and it's true. Like, again, you are so humble when you share your life hacks, but I don't, you know, this is where I say leaders have their talents. Entrepreneurs have their talents and their strengths. And so I come to you because it's not a talent or a strength of mine to map it out, to think about. So you're thinking, well, they're quite simple, you know, life hacks. Like these are 
probably you've thought about it, but I haven't. Like there's so much going on that the pause concept of a spa for your financial and your, and your soul, like you totally lured me in, but it was something that I needed. And it was, it was gentle, thought provoking. And you're, I'm a grown woman. Like it's time. Like it's true. We should, we should have been. I'm a, I'm a really safe place to try to help Absolutely. my fellow women really not be afraid about money, making money, running their businesses and truly designing like the life they want to live, whatever right. it is, like, let's actually do it. Yeah. We only have one of them. So let's make it the best one we can possibly make it outside of the circumstances that we're living in. Amen to that sister. Thank you a million. Thank you so much for joining. And I, I know you're going to inspire thousands, thousands and thousands. Thank you, Kim. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.